All right. So we've been talking about um, pride now. Okay. So humility um, is a realistic view of our own importance in the sight of God. I am who he says I am. I have what he says I have. I can do what he says I can do. And also in comparison to God, realizing that he created us. We are the creation. We will never come above the creator. So we are humble. We are lowly. We remain below him, honoring him as God, knowing that it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. Therefore, we can depend on him for everything. Hallelujah. And what a light came on. It is our privilege to depend on him for everything. It is our right to depend on him for everything. And he doesn't call us needy you know how you know how we can be people's like oh my gosh she is so needy why does she call on me for everything god loves it but not when we call on him to do things that he has told us to do he's empowered us to do things those things we're supposed to do but when it comes to okay lord i need the resources for this okay lord i need the wisdom for this okay lord i need the whatever for this oh it's his pleasure for us to come to him and so now going into, I really am getting over to pride in a second, but Shalom, will you please continue reading in 1 Peter chapter 5? Um, start at verse 6 and read through verse 7, please. King James. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. So we see at the end of verse 6, there's that colon, which means there's something else to come. Okay? So humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Colon. Now he's getting ready to tell us how to humble ourselves before God. It says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. How do you humble yourself before God? Turn all your worries over to him. Be utterly dependent on him. Let him take care of you. He enjoys that. And I heard this in my spirit, so I'll say it. He lives for that. That's why he created us. Oh, glory to God. He created us to be dependent on him because it is his absolute joy and pleasure to provide for us. It's his absolute joy and pleasure to lavish us with good things. It is his absolute joy to love on us. It's his joy. It is his pleasure. Psalm 35, 27 says that he has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Well, now we're New Testament. We're his children. He has pleasure in the prosperity of his children. That just pleases him. And so when we come to him for everything we need and receive it and then walk it out or appropriate it or whatever it is we're supposed to do with it, that just makes God happy. Oh, I, oh, gosh, I hear that I need to say this. A lot of people think you make God happy just by, you know, you have to, you have to do what he says. Now, true, there's a place for that. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You know, it, it, 
it it makes he he doesn't like when we disobey him but that's not the thing that brings joy to his heart because a robot can't obey him that's why he made us with free will he didn't want us to obey him because we have to he wants us to obey him because we want to the thing that makes him happy is when we let him love us and the way, now he just loves us. There's nothing we can do to make him love us more. And there's nothing we can do to make him love us less. But when we let him love us, have you ever seen the person that you try to give them something and they know like, okay, and they know they're hungry. They know they're hungry. And you try to bless them with a meal. Oh, no, 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 thank you. No, no, thank you. No, I just had something to eat. No, and anytime you try to give them something, it's no, no, thank you. No, thank you. After a while, it gets frustrating trying to give to them because they don't receive. But then you've got that person, you offer them some, oh my goodness, thank you. You didn't have to do this. Oh my goodness, thank you. And it's like the more they receive from you, the more you want to give to them because they, they allow you to express your love for them. They allow you to express your joy for him, for them, you, they allow you the freedom to, to, ah, that's how God is. He, just like we love that person who won't receive and we love that person who does receive, God loves us all, but with God, praise God, he's so perfect and wonderful. There's nothing we can do to make him love us more. There's no amount of going to church, reading the Bible, praying for people, um, cutting out this sin, cutting out that sin that's going to make him love us anymore. And there's nothing that's going to make him love us any less. No sin um, that we do is going to make him love us less than he already does. He just loves us. But when we let him love us, when we receive the blessing, whoo, then that just created more room for him to pour more in. He loves that. And he, oh, I can bless them some more. Oh, I can. We know the scripture that says God is not a respecter of persons. He's not a respecter of persons. What he does for me, he can do for you. But he is a respecter of faith. That's why Hebrews 11.6, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For they that come to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So if we look at it like this, everything that God gives us is through grace. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God. That's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Everything he gives us is by grace. Our health, our strength, our relationships, our finances, our homes, our cars, our wisdom, the Holy Spirit, salvation, anything, everything he gives us, it's by grace because it is undeserved. We didn't do anything to deserve it. He gave it to us. So now if you look at grace as this pond, or actually God's so big, but I'm going to say pond. Look at grace as the pond and the blessings in it, the house, the car, the clothes, the family, the children, the money, the um, salvation, the Holy Spirit, the health, the wisdom, the knowledge, all that. Look at those as fish in that pond of grace. How are we going to get those fish out of that pond? Well, we need a fishing pole. 
that fishing pole is called faith. We reel it and we cast it into that pond and we hook that blessing with our faith because we believe that he is and he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. And now we can reel, I don't know, the, pull it out. Yeah, pull it out. And now we've got it. But we could not have gotten it without faith. We couldn't have gotten it without our fishing pole. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Why? Because without that fishing pole of faith, we can't get the blessings that he has in his pond of grace. They're all just in there swimming around and we're standing outside grace just looking at it. Oh, I wish I had that blessing. Oh, I wish I had that blessing. And that so grieves God's heart. We can't please him without faith because we can't receive from him without faith. And when we receive, when we're like that person that says, oh, thank you, you didn't have to do this. Oh my goodness, yes, I'll take that. Yes, I will, yes. Would you say that's the person, um, just for tonight's example, would you say that's the person that's walking in humility or the person that's walking in pride? Walking in humility. Walking in humility, because humility receives. When we start talking about pride, we'll talk about how pride is not a receiver. Pride acts like it already has it all. Pride acts like it doesn't need anything or anybody. Pride puts on fronts, but humility receives.